Dalton, give me a beat. Yeah. It's the number one podcast in Chicago if you're going by the fun that we're having. No one listens, but everyone glistens when we're drinking on this wine that we're grabbing. What you gonna do? When will this thing end? Everybody, welcome to Homework with Friends. That was cool. Yeah. That's what we're gonna do every episode now. Well, that's what you're gonna do. Get ready for it, guys. We wanna get down to 12 listeners. 12 is the goal. 12 is the goal. 11 is the dream. <laughs> zero is the reality. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Homework with Friends. This is a podcast where I, Logan. Oh, I'm, uh, my name is Dalton. Uh, we sign each other homework each week to comedic results. It, it's funny as fuck. It, dude, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so goddamn funny. Yeah, we are, we're trying to up the swear count again. We're trying to really earn we're, it. We need, to go back to the, we need to go back to our roots. Up the swear count. Because uh, we need to earn that explicit rating. No guests. No guests. Uh, you guys send us money. Yeah, do that again. <laughs> we joked that we we want it. <laughs> do it again. Or or else. So You lose the pod. So this week of homework, which we'll get into. We it, had homework? <laughs> oh, no. Did you? We both did. 20-minute app. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this might be a quick app, which I think I've said before. Who you talking? You talking to me? I'm ta- I'm obviously talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one else here. Who are you talking? You just this is just directed at me. Um, so this might be a quick app, but I am going to be covering the college admissions scandal of recent, of late, of late, with Miss Laughlin, Sarah. Huh? What? <laughs> no, <laughs> Sarah Laughlin. Put a Mick in front of that. Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, uh, the internet just got broke, dude. Did we just break the? I'm internet? talking about Boeing 737. <laughs> <laughs> and Don, tell the people where we're at. Where you are? Guess what, guys? The Batter Bat's back. Oh. The Baba Duke is back. <laughs> we are on the couch. We are back man. on the couch. We are in pajamas. We are sitting on it. It is six six thirty. We know we said we would never do couch episodes again, but we are back. We're back on the couch. The couch feels great. Feels like home. Feels good. Well, it's still daylight out now in Chicago at six thirty, which is cool. Uh huh. So we got the sun shining in the window. The windows in quotes. Um, yeah. They're not real windows. They're not real windows. Giant blocks it's of It's very glass. dark. If It's very dark in Even our apartment. Even when it's very sunny. By the time this pot is over, it will be pitch black. We will pitch. only be able to see each other's faces yeah, we'll by the light of around. the mics. <laughs> we'll only be able to move around by echolocation <laughs> in the apartment. We're almost at a year. Of what? Of this podcast. <laughs> of doing the podcast. I'm teasing. Yeah, dude. What we're Probably the one year special that we'll do. The one year special. One year special that we'll do. That's coming up. This is episode, we'll tell you about it at the end. Episode 39. 39. I want to do quick. Of co- homework. Not just, uh, there's oh, more. Just, yeah, there's more stuff outside there's of There's more that. random stuff, yeah. But uh, how many weeks is it? How many weeks total? Yeah, we I have mean, to. We, what are we at? Like, like 48? Two. Yeah, something like that. It's probably like around more like 45 Shit, episodes dude. that we put out total. Yeah, we put out some, there's been some content, you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't say thank you enough. I think if you add up all the Venmo we got. You guys don't say thank you, guys you don't enough. Th- 
This is everyone knows is a thankless job. <laughs> Podcasting is a thankless Podcast job. Is a lonely and thankless job. But it will reflect on this semester probably in the finale a little bit. Maybe we'll do like a little year thing. But you know what? The series finale? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a classic ep, meaning it's a Logan and Dalton ep. We're no here guess. on the couch. No guests. On the couch. We're just doing some H. Dalton and Logan. You, we might have, be a little less focused than we were when we started this pod. Who? You and I both. <laughs> Maybe me. <laughs> Maybe you're exactly the same. I am exactly as focused. <laughs> but guess what? We got an email. What do you do? We have an email. Who, who could it be from? Oh, you know. The is, only person who emails us anymore. where the emails come from? Executive you know producer. From? Drew Porter. Drew, we appreciate you giving us an email. I'm going to give you a quick EP note. Just go ahead and make some fake Gmails and make it feel like we got fake listeners. Yeah, out make there. a bunch of fake ones. Yeah, that would make me feel good if we just had somebody like, and Andrew writes in. What? I don't know. I'm going to pretend. Uh, what's also, did you, you couldn't come up with anything but Andrew? Andrew seems believable. For our friend Drew to make up a fake email. <laughs> I didn't even put it together. <laughs> so, uh, picking uh, Zach. Zach. So Zach wrote in. But that's his middle name. No, it's not. <laughs> Drew, quit fibbing. <laughs> Zach writes in, hey guys. I was just thinking about back to grade school when I remembered track and field day. Did your schools do this? We had a full day of events like the 40 meter dash and the long jump and class tug of war. If you guys participated in these games, what did you do? How well did you do? Keep it up, your number one fan, Zach. I got first place in everything. God damn it. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I didn't. We didn't do... Ours wasn't that strict, though. Ours was more fun games. We had a lot of... It wasn't of called track and field day. It was just called field, field day. day. Yo, field... Okay. And it was like... It was like games like, carry the spoon in your mouth with the egg on it. And don't tell your parents. <laughs> and don't tell your parents. <laughs> Yeah, we... Um, that was a weird one. It wasn't with a teacher. It was just with some guy that hung out in our woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, time for a field day, boys. But they say that's a t- saying. They're going to have a field day with this one. Who says that? That's a saying. Is it because it's so fun? What? Field days. Who? I don't know. <laughs> that's a saying. If you know... You guys, shoot me a text tomorrow. I'm you, derailing this yeah, pod. Or at Homework Pod, Zach, please. At <laughs> my, Homework my Pod. My personal Twitter. HomeworkPodZach.com. Yeah, Zach.com. I'm making a fake Twitter for Zach. He's a new super fan. Who's but, Zach? Our new super fan who just emailed us in. I know. Give me his backstory. Um, okay, so Zach is uh, architect. From? Um, Minnesota. Where did he go to college? Um, Architectural School of Minnesota. What type of architecture? Um, playgrounds. That's cool. Yeah. Does he have a girlfriend? No, he's single and ready to mingle. With dudes or good chicks? No, he went through like a bad breakup a couple years ago. Oh, is he fluid? Um, I haven't really haven't talked about that. No, he could be. We don't. He he doesn't like to bring it up a lot. It kind of gets at him. You kind of the, go because of the breakup. Well, you do the whole like you've been seeing anybody, and he kind of you you can tell he hasn't, but he says like there's a few here and there. <laughs> yeah, like kind of like uh yeah. I've been kind of talking to someone. Yeah, I know a guy like that. And you kind of... <laughs> <laughs> and then you press it, and then it's just nothing, you know? Yeah. Kind of shuts down. Yeah, I know a few of those. You know a few of those? Yeah. I mean, shut up. <laughs> you are crazy. Um, so Zach's cool. 
Anyway, field day. Ours was the same. We had like fun games. It was basically all of the really fun parts of recess lumped yes. into one day. Or gym class, like the fun gym class days. So there's take out the tennis courts and scoot around on them on the yeah. butt scooters. Parachute day. It sounds like Drew had a full on like. 300. I think that Drew had gym class, and he thinks it was like a fun thing. He grew up in Apocalypse Town. Well, yeah. So Drew- maybe like one day a year, they would like have like real school events instead yeah. of like it wasn't like run from the dingoes. Yeah, it was like you, we, <laughs> we, he did we, have several wild dingoes at his school. Yeah, or one of his favorite games was at his school. It was just a shed that yeah. they all lived in. And then the other game was scratch your arm with the rust. Yeah, <laughs> had to find a rusty thing and scratch your arm. It was weird. It was a weird school. Scratch your arm with the rust and run from the dingoes. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much every day. Um, but yeah. uh, that's I kind of I don't know. I mean, I probably wouldn't have done great to be honest to speculate. At track and field day. Track and field day, no. But, like, the field days that we did, if I recall correctly, I was a pretty middle-of-the-road competitor. I was very competitive. I think I did pretty good. I used to get very... I I used to get, like, nervous slash, like, wanting to destroy the competition at everything. Mm -hmm. Ever since I was a little kid. I was a little animal on the soccer field. But I kind of, like, stopped. I did not like that sensation that much, so I had to move on. That makes sense, I had to move on beyond it. I uh I was like a decently athletic young young kid, um, especially with stuff like that. If it was just like running, like obstacle courses and stuff, I always killed it at that. Yeah, yeah. I was no more. I was no more better than anybody. No more better. No, I was better than a lot of kids, <laughs> but I was also worse than a lot of kids. Middle of the line. But you know what was bomb about it? That's where it? you find Logan. Uh, eh, athletically, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We're talking intellect. I'm borderline genius. Borderline genius. <laughs> I think everybody knows that. <laughs> um, the best part, though, flavor, ice, popsicles. Like the long, like the tube ones Big that fat. just turn into juice? Oh, my God, dude. They used to just be throwing those out at kids. Yeah. That was such a that – was, that was the day for me. Those are cool. Yeah. They're just frozen Kool-Aid, though. It's great. It's awesome. I it would, is really good. I wouldn't. I would I'm like eat them right now. I would mush them up with my hand. I'd let them get warm and mush them up. A little slushy. With, yeah. That way you kind of like down eat, them. All. I couldn't eat them cold. When people would bite into them cold, made me want to throw up. I was like, cold. You know what? A bad move, but a move I have to admit I did a lot with those. What? Put, it, put them on your butt? Well, <laughs> if you want to soften them up, there's only one way to do it. No, I would eat the wrapper. In, with the popsicle man am i gonna get to talk <laughs> <laughs> probably not uh, ooh, i would <laughs> i would pop them out like a little bit and i would suck all the juice out of it while it was still uh, hard and man <laughs> rookie mistake dog but like because it was the best part to me was just the juice i kind of wish that they didn't freeze them sometimes and they gave them to us just out of the fridge be sucking that juice down I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> the ice kind of uh, got in the way. Yeah, I liked the, the same thing. That's why I would do the... Everybody liked the juice. Guys, you got to stop freezing these freeze pops. Just put them in the fridge. Put them in the fridge. Also, some... just bottle it. Make juice. Maybe drink Kool-Aid. Drink Kool-Aid. Give the kids pop. Don't give the kids pop. Give the kids a lot of pop. Also, don't give them Kool-Aid either. Give them water. Yeah, maybe the kids... And maybe, like one popsicle. Maybe I need... No popsicles, man. Just water and a just strawberry. Just one. Water and a strawberry. Frozen strawberry. Oh, like flavored water, like like orange infused water. Yeah, like orange Kool Aid. What? Yeah. <laughs> we just day. went full circle, dog. We just went full circle, man. But we had. Oh. 
We had a college version of track and field day. Was that April Rain? Yeah, kind of. If you Every think college kind of does. Like uh, all the competition stuff. Yeah, people love that shit, dog. And it's fun. Yeah, that was a championship there. Yeah, I won a championship there too. Yeah, <laughs> what's up, guys? We won championships. Man. <laughs> we're not gonna give you any descriptions as to what this thing. No, is. No, we're not gonna talk anything else about it. But we won. <laughs> April Rain was a competition that happened annually at the school. Uh, that prim- primarily fraternities and sororities took place in, and yeah. there'd be like a couple teams of unaffiliated human beings that would usually like from a sports team or from people proudly not affiliated. Yeah, we're uh. We're two of the fastest boat rowers at a D3 liberal arts school in rural Ohio. So, uh... Yeah, suburban Ohio. So don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> Have we ever told the boat story on here? Why would we? It's not a bad story. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so we had a field day in college. Guys, look, if you hate Dalton and you want us to fight again, let's get the fight going again. We might as well break up the pod by episode 40. <laughs> So, this is very field day related. Woo. Ooh. Hit us with it. Okay. So, uh, so we were in college. Yeah, you can go for it. No, I don't want to. Oh, my God. We were in college. There was... A big competition. And it was called April Rain. And then there was different events. One of which was boat. Boat was where you put a boat in this river and you had to row start to finish. It was a short little race. Against each other. And for some reason... It's a blow-up boat. Our organization took it very seriously. Because it's the only thing we could win. They took it so seriously that they had backup boaters. We had backup boaters. We were backups. We were the backup boaters. Even though we were better. Than most of them. So, we end up practicing almost like every day. Like 6 a.m. Going to freezing cold, cold river lake. And actually doing rowing exercises. Yeah. This was for fun. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. So The win was fun. So we were the only people. There was five of us who consistently rode. There was four, three freshmen. And oh, Wait, no. We weren't backups. No, we weren't. But we kind of like got downgraded. We were starters. We were like going we were, up. We, were, we relinquished. We were our, like la- we were last position. resort. Yes. We were last resort to do this competition. And so we, uh, were, we practiced every single day. And then the day of this event in particular, there was another event, this tug of war. I won't go into that at all, but, uh, needs to say our team, I think thought there were some hard asses weren't they lost. They got their ass whooped immediately lost pussies. And the two, two guys <laughs> who had used to do the boat competition, like basically kicked us out of the boat and they're yeah. like, we're rowing this boat now. And we're like, Oh, Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And so so we but, said we said you know what bit of a bummer we did all the practices but okay now we can get trapped. Yeah, we hadn't drank at all that day. We were saving it for the boat competition. Yeah. This day was historically a big drinking day. Yeah. So we go back to where we were living at the time. We hike it back there. It's yeah. a far walk. And we just start smashing uh screwdrivers. Yeah, just fucking hounding them. I think it might have been smash daddy juice. Yeah, we were getting a little this nuts. This is our famous drink that we yeah. invented one time. Yeah, we were getting a little nuts and then we come back um we come back to the, the event looking to have some fun and just cut loose with everybody and those two guys who had taken our spots in the boat almost immediately we once we get to the lake that it was taking place on, put their arms on our shoulders and go it's your turn now, guys. And we're like, what? And they're like, we're going home, man. We're yeah, we were like, we got. They were like, got you into the finals. Now it's you guys. We're like what? I was wearing, 
we everybody else that participated in a boat usually wore like their swim trunks and like sandals or like some old ass tennis shoes. I had like put on my brand new white Nikes, a pair of jeans, yeah, like a, a nice jacket and like a normal t shirt. Yeah, if uh, I recall correctly, we narrowly won. Nah, wasn't it like close ish? We we're like a boat length. I like half a boat length, dude. I lost my voice hard from Just screaming. screaming. Yeah, we well because we whooped our ass in jeans. Kind of like clicked on. I was like, ah, I gotta win this competition. <laughs> yeah. Needless to say, we won. Yeah. Jumped in the river. Yeah, that was fun. Turned out all right. Yeah, and it was a good. bit annoying. It was a crazy day. We definitely would have qualified and won either way. Yeah, probably. And been more happier d- doing it in our normal <laughs> in the clothes that we showed up in. And not wasted. And not, well, but being wasted was kind of fun. It worked out. Because then it was less work uh, right after the boat race to yeah, get even more wasted. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> the end. That's it, guys. That was pretty crazy. If you have a crazy... Did you enjoy any of that? Oh, come on. They love this shit. They eat it up. No one knows this. We know it. <laughs> no one knows no this. No one knows these stories. No one often. knows this story. Sometimes we can get bored by our own stories, and I get it. Yeah, we no told it a lot. You know what we're doing right now that we have? Like, we Actually, we've done it a lot lately, but what makes us even more of a classic pot is we're sipping some red wine. Yeah, we've been back on the drinking train, guys. It's going downhill quick. Yeah. The ship is sinking. Ship is sinking. No. We had a great St. Patrick's Day with our friends. We did. Um, Guess what, guys? Tilu's going to be on episode 40. Why did you... Re- we're doing the reveal at the end. I'm just in case people need a little perk up. All right, we'll, t- we'll, tag- we'll, we'll tease a little bit more of... Yeah. Okay. There's more of a teaser to come. <laughs> Tilu is on episode 40. I thought that was a depression. <laughs> <laughs> you got to save it for the very end. Well, if not, the bail. No, dude. T-Lou's on episode 40. See you guys next week. (laughs) (laughs) You think they're all gone now? Okay, are they gone? I think they're all gone. Are you guys gone? Oh, man. Let's let our hair down for a second. Oh, fuck. Uh, Guys, I got a haircut. That's definitely not interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So I've had long hair for a little while, like pretty long hair. Whoa. I got a crew cut, baby. I got a crew cut. You know, sometimes people can't... You know, sometimes people say that they they can't tell us apart, like who's talking. So some people might think it's you that's saying that. I got a crew cut. I got a crew cut, baby. I got a crew cut, baby. I went to a storytelling show last night. What are the stories? Um, some I don't know. My, I don't know if you're supposed to share their stories. Okay, share their full names. Okay, I'll do that. Definitely won't do their stories <laughs> and address. But it was fun. You liked it. It was cool. You know what I liked about it? Tell us more about it. And I was discussing it. It was uh, my so so Tyler Tilu Tilu Nash. He does a lot of improv. Yeah. So I've ended up going to like a lot of improv shows by the virtue of that. Yeah. And um, there's a similar vibe to where it's like it's fairly like it's just, it's just people going up there. It's like not any like big like deal kind of people doing these stories. Very everyday people doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I dug about it was the sincerity. It was sincere. Yeah, I mean, there's like comedic. So, so, did anybody cry? Uh, there's some choke up moments for sure. Oh, I choked up a couple you times. You got. Oh, I'm an emotional oh. man. But um, <laughs> I, what I enjoyed about it was, um, yeah. So like that, no one was always going for the joke. There was a couple that were really going for the joke, almost like it was a stand up set. But more or less, there was a lot more like taking deep breaths, like longer pauses, like you know, 
the ending of a sentence didn't have to be a big laugh or anything like that. They practiced it. Oh, for sure. But it was just like, it was very, they were very sweet. I, I said it was very calming, the calming experience. Do you think that if it was recorded, you would listen to it to go to sleep? Maybe, or to drive if I ever drove again. Oh. Yeah, that's what I, I was. I was never like, have to drive again. We live in Chicago. It feels like driving. But yeah, it was a very nice time. I recommend going to a storytelling show. Glad to hear, man. Where is that one at? That one was at Miss Murphy's. Every Chicago Wednesday? On Lincoln. I think it's every Wednesday. It's free. Donations accepted. What time? Story Lab. I think it was at 730. All right. For all you Chicago peeps out there and all of you thinking about visiting Chicago, go to that. Go to that, everybody. Uh, that's cool, man. I went to bed at 845 last night <laughs> and slept all night. Hey. You had to wake up at like five though. Four thirty. Oh, whoo, you are crazy, man. I got full eight hours, dog. Damn. Yo. What? You ready for homework, man? No. You wanna just keep talking? Yeah, it's just about to get chill. <sighs> hey guys. We might not have a lot of homework. This could be a very this I mean, I know I said it before. I think I've said it in the past and it hasn't been quick episodes. It might be quick. I got about the same amount of content as I usually do. It might be nest quick. Mine's going to be about the same amount of time. Fine. I always, uh, a little, if you guys want a little behind the scenes. BTS. I always shoot for two pages of single space content uh, written down for you guys. And that usually comes out to like exactly the time we need. Maybe that's something we can talk about on the one year anniversary episode is how we do our research. How you do it? Yeah. How do you do it? I'm not going to talk about it right now. I can't, a magician <laughs> never reveals his secrets. Okay, well, I just gave a, a part of mine away. Okay, a little part of mine is... Step number one is always pick out the song that you're going to play into the microphone. As Man, you, intro. you fucking blew it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to not do that. No, I, so I, I, usually, I usually go to the Wikipedia first Yeah. just to like read over everything. And then try to find like random names from there and then like Google those names, see if anything goes deeper. So like not just the Wikipedia, but mm-hmm. understanding that Wikipedia does some good work for you. Yeah. And then using that as a jump off point. It so, depends what it is. Some of the stuff I try to not I I really try to not just read Wikipedia. Some of the stuff that we've had like I'll go to a ton of other sources and like get all the same info and then go to Wikipedia and just get the same info but a little bit better. Ugh. And it's like you might as well just fucking use wiki. You gotta use that wiki. Gotta use it. Who's up? Well, you just dubbed yourself pseudo head of the class last week. Why was that? What? Because I was a genius. Oh, because I did such a good job. Because you moved on to the next round because I just voted for you because I didn't want to do mine. Sorry about it. And did it anyway. Sorry about it. Thank you, Maloney. <laughs> I think that my second one was good. Yeah, but probably can't beat mine. Old Boris. That wasn't that great. Okay, awesome. Well, I think I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go into my homework then. Thank you. Okay. Uh, you know what, though? What? And in, in, in no break at all, I might need to refresh my wine. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe. I mean, maybe. we're going to be back in just a second, so I don't know why I'd even bother this is telling you guys. This is stupid. Stupid. What do we tell you guys? Not going anywhere. It didn't go nowhere. Don. What's up? What are you doing? <laughs> Playing on my phone. God damn it. <laughs> 
What? Do your homework. I'm trying. To, I gotta. I gotta bounce off of something. I gotta look into your eyes while you do it. You don't have to look into my eyes, but I want to feel known. I'm listening. Okay. Now. I put the phone down. Fine. Okay. Ready to learn? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to learn out there, everybody? I don't actually know anything about this. I didn't. Welcome to want to look into it at all. Logan's College Corner. I don't have Am I supposed to say something about this? Um, no. Don't pause then. Okay, I'm just Keep saying. Keep talking. I learned from the storytelling show that sometimes the negative space can contain as much potency as the space in which you're yeah, talking. Yeah, maybe in person, not on a podcast. Okay. Man, you guys know what I'm dealing with over here. Different mediums, man. <sighs> okay. <laughs> College admissions scandal. So... You've been hearing a lot of things about this. You I have. Admission scandal. You hear Lori Laughlin from Full House. You hear Felicity Huffman when, and her daughter. Uh, all these crazy things going on. It's really pretty simple mm-hmm. what's been going on. It's the same thing that's been going on for years. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Yeah. So I get that. There's a central figure I want us all to know about this scandal, and that's William Rick Singer. Oh, I thought you were going to say William H. Macy. William H. Macy <laughs> did it all. Uh, but William Rick Singer, he is the the maestro behind this scam. Quite honestly, a con. So, a ruse. In a nutshell, mm-hmm. William Rick Singer operated two organizations. He operated the Key Worldwide Foundation, which was a charity network, oh. and the Edge College and Career Network. So... The Key Worldwide Foundation would basically be giving charitable gifts um, as a, a, under the guise of charity. Uh-huh. What are you doing with your face? I'm listening to you. <laughs> he was scratching his nose, guys. He's freaking me out over here. But uh, So they would give out these donations under the guise of charity, but really they would be bribes to universities. It would be like a way to launder money. Yeah. And then there was the Edge College and Career Network, which from what I can understand – was the edging college and career network it was just they taught him how to edge the whole time and it really did not have anything to do with the scandal but was interesting no they would this would be the testing piece Uh so it was essentially a racket to get kids more time on their sat or act at the at the at the slightest and at the most it would be like having somebody take the test for them that'd be cool can you guys take my test for me? I had somebody take my IQ test. Somebody for take me. the GR. Can somebody take the GRE for me. Come on, <laughs> don't take my GMAT. Um, so ba- those were the two sides of the operation. So um, one piece of the scandal was people paying money to get into a college, and another side of the scandal is people fudging results to gain favorable yeah. admissions into a college. Um, the fun fun nickname for this. Varsity Operation Varsity Blues. That is a fun nickname. Operation Varsity Blues. Oh, it's a good uh, nickname. So overall, uh, federal prosecute federal prosecutors alleged that a college admission scheme involved bribing exam administrators, bribing coaches and administrators at elite universities to nominate unqualified applicants as recruited athletes or favored candidates, thus facilitating the applicant's admission. And using charitable organizations to conceal the source and nature of laundered bribery payments. So basically, um, to put it in its most simple form, let's say you are the head tennis coach. Me? Yeah, say you're a tennis coach at Stanford. That's cool. And I am a 
C-list celebrity with a lot of royalty money. Yeah. And I just want my kid admitted. Mm-hmm. I don't really need them to be on the team. Yeah. I just need the university to consider them admitted because you are recruiting them to the team and you don't actually end up recruiting me. Okay. So I might, my kids never even played tennis before, but I will give you $1 million. For if I say I want them to play tennis? Yeah, I'll give you $1 million to say like, yeah, I'm going to recruit this kid. And And then then you fudge some paperwork to get the kid recruited and uh then thus admitted because you're kind of pushing them through the process. Yeah. And then in and then we're good we're good from there you don't doesn't need to be on the team no one even needs to know about this yeah he quit that's it kind of between us cool that, and that's it cool yeah yeah that's that's that was the scam so basically that's like that's what, a cool million that's, that's what Lori laughlin one of the most high pro high profile one did her daughter olivia jade uh instagram influencer she's Lori laughlin who is she on full house she's aunt deb aunt becky Aunt Becky, she's Aunt the Becky. one with Stamos. She's the one with Stamos. Oh. He's had a big crush on Aunt Becky. You did? I did. I liked her. Never got that into Full House. Yeah, I didn't, I, me neither. It's a stupid show. You want. got it, dude. Wasn't, it wasn't my thing. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't getting it, dude? No, I, was, I did not get it, dude. Um, so, once again, to boil everything down, it was rich people taking extra time on tests or stealing tests or people bribing to get in. Um, so, William Rick Singer was the master behind, mastermind behind all of it. And he had his bar buddy Mark Riddell, or Rydell. He was the guy who I think he went to Harvard. Heard that name before. He would. What fight, else did that dude do? Um, he wrote Avengers: Infinity War. <laughs> I don't know. That's a lie. I, <gasps> Dalton, keep going. Mark Rydell. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> um. So that's pretty much the scheme. <laughs> that's pretty much all. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Now I got some other stuff. Don't 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 worry about. It. <laughs> I'm trying to let's find it here real quick. <laughs> you could say you're done, man. I'm not done. This happened over the course from 2011 to 2018. You banking on us not fact checking you on the the rest of this? No, people basically caught wise to it. Um, I think the there was an FBI probe into it. Whoa. Um, eventually, he was dealing with so many universities and that there was so many like weird, incongruent things happening that they started just building up a case against him, and then they got him. I don't really know what the smoking gun was, but uh, these are some fun facts taken from Forbes.com. Let's hear it. Uh, many parents paid approximately $200,000 and some even up to $6.5 million to have their children admitted to various colleges and universities. <sighs> Get out of here, sister. 6.5? How? How? Just give him $6.5 million. Also, just pick a different school. Who cares? Who cares what school they go to? If you have $6.5 million to give them just to go, like, just to bribe their way into school, you're there's fine. They're going to be fine the rest also, of their life. Yeah, there's that. And, like, put that money into tutors for them. If they're that dumb. And give it to me. Yeah, give me the money, Lori. Give me Give the money. Give me the money, Lori. <laughs> um, so speaking of Lori, Lori Laughlin and her husband, fashion designer Massimo, who's from Massimo at Target. His real name is Massimo? Yeah. <laughs> he named it after himself? Yeah, that's, I think that's what fashion designers do. Yeah, Mark Jacobs. Yeah, Tom Ford. Um, um, what else you got? Goodfellows. Calvin Klein. Uh, Dwayne Johnny Goodfellow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so her and her husband... Uh, agreed to pay bribes totaling $500,000 in exchange to have two of their daughters to go to USC. 
One of USC? Which, is that even that hard to get into? I don't think it's that hard to get into, no. I don't think it is. <laughs> but like, I think I think it is tough, and I think maybe even in-state competition is pretty yeah. tough, but I don't know. Well, I like, don't know. What's tough, like 25 on your ACT? Probably a lot more than that. Probably a lot more than that? Yeah. You think it's tougher to get into than like Ohio State? Ohio State, you need more than 25. No, 25 with a good GPA will get you in. Yeah, but I remember also, that being the minimum. But also something like curriculars and shit. Some stuff. I bet. I don't know. I don't know enough about them. Anyway, I think it is tough-ish to get into. Um, so I think, but really, I think what they were doing was she probably could have got in, but they were just like sealing the deal. And I don't think the daughters knew about it. Uh, but the one daughter's not going back in the fall. She's withdrawn from school. Okay. And the other daughter, they don't know what they're going to do. So a little bit of a bummer for them. Uh, but they had to pay. They got arrested for a felony for participating in a money laundering scheme. Whoa. And they That's had to pay, crazy. They paid a $1 million bond. That's bonkers. That's insane. Why not just send your kid to, like, Cal State? Are any Who cares? Like, who, like... It doesn't you, matter. Like, do you need to go to a party and be like, mm, she's at USC. Send them to the University of Akron. Yeah, who cares? Who They'll gives take- a shit? Um, so, of the individuals charged, 33 are parents and 13 are coaches and associates of Singer's business, including two SAT and ACT test administrators. So these people, you gotta imagine we're getting some fat clips of dough just to like fake these tests. Yeah, well, you have to imagine, like, I think that like ACT, SAT administrators are usually teachers. They're probably pulling down like thirty-five to forty thousand a year, and somebody shows up and goes like, "Give you seventy-five thousand bucks to look the other way." Real I quick. know, especially once you're bought into. Like, hell yeah! If you're like of the opinion like it's all a scam, this is all fake anyway. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Don't think about it too much. Yeah. Boom! I'm cheating. Cheater. I'm cheating, baby. Um, USC, I think since they had some of the most high-profile ones happen, they took a very strong stance in that the six student applicants that are currently in their admissions process who are roped in the scandal in the slightest automatically denied. Even ones that had already enrolled in the university. Yeah. Even ones who had already been accepted got denied their acceptance and can't enroll. That'd be a big bummer if the kid didn't know anything about it. I think that's the thing, to... though. I think a lot of the kids don't. Like, I think a lot of the kids could piece certain things together. Yeah. Like, I did. I got a 19 on the practice test. How come I got a 33? Like, <laughs> I think there's, like, certain things like that happening. Also, I don't remember taking it. Also, what are shapes? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think certain things like that kind of got in the way of that their success. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, they grew up with these nutcases that apparently think it's okay to do this kind of stuff, which is absurd to me. Um, No students have been charged though at all. Yeah. You charge a student, you know, I don't think so. It's hard to prove collusion. And even if they did like they were probably 17, I think they're fine. Yeah. Uh, Every kid would go like, "Uh, yeah, I'd love to have somebody else take this test for me. Two Stanford University students filed a federal lawsuit in California uh, that alleges admission that alleges that the admission scandal has devalued their degree and may adversely impact their career prospects. <sighs> Which to me... Come on. This is going to blow over, guys. Yeah, no one's... It's not... No one... like the, Your degree from Stanford is fine. Also, this is... I A think, lot of people have graduated from Stanford, Stanford, and they're very successful. I think it's the athletic... It's that athletic program's problem. It's not really... I think in Stanford's case, a lot of it was the athletic program's problem. Yeah. Because, like, Lori Laughlin's daughter got admitted as a 
So who are they crew. suing? I think they're just I don't know, Stanford. Why? I think they're gonna lose. I don't think they're gonna get anything. Hey, but why are you doing it? It's pain in the butt. Um, UCLA is saying fuck you. You can't come to any. I think anybody who was admitted in the scandal. I think people got like expelled. They're banned from every school. Yeah, I think they're done. No, not what? No, not every school. <laughs> I just think like UCLA. Anybody who's tied up in the scandal is like they're never uh, allowed to get an education. Uh, yeah, not once. And then Wake Forest though says, yeah, you guys are gum. You don't know. Wake Forest is yeah. Good. They're like whatever. In North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all the way on the other side of the country, man. Uh, So, Singer, though, I'm trying to find some ways to spice it up. They found, uh, before he kind of rose to ascendancy, Mm -hmm. being a little bit of a fame hog, which I guess is what he became later on, which is why he's targeting these really high-profile people. Um, uh, High school guidance counselors in Sacramento, where Singer started his career as a college admissions consultant, used to trade Rick stories and warned each other, he's shady, be careful. He was a slick talker and people believed him, said Jill Newman, who has worked as a high school counselor in the Sacramento schools for decades and had several well-to-do students who hired Singer. Quote, unquote. But every high school counselor in the area knew about him. He was sneaky from the get-go. He, then someone else said, he's not an education consultant. He's a charlatan, said Ann Bonusumi, chief please. academic officer at CollegeWise, a company that helps students with their applications. He's a complete con man. So I think the real nail in the coffin for these parents yeah. that think that everything's fine or they're like oh, I didn't know it seems like a lot of people even within the field knew this dude was shady so yeah. I think anybody who went to him was going to do something bad but do you think that he like targeted rich people and he's yeah. like, he's like you don't need to pay that college wise bullshit that's for like the poor people that they fucking they're not they don't have the connections that I got I think you pay me the big bucks and I'll fucking hook you up here's what I would imagine he maybe did in a situation was he probably was like look I can get you tutors and we can and I think he did I think part of the program was to actually get tutors and yeah lobby for students to get more time on their SATs probably sometimes for really valid circumstances but maybe not necessarily fair. Um, I think some of the stuff that people that I could read up on that are most outraged by is that the very fact that just because you're rich, you can buy somebody who can get you more time where maybe you really needed more time. You couldn't yeah. afford that luxury. So whatever, maybe he's doing a valid thing. But for some students, definitely not just students that needed to try harder. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. They're upset that more not, less so than the bribery and all that shit. That's rich people doing their crazy stuff. It's just like. Rich gonna be rich. Rich gonna know? be rich is like these kids that you even fault them. Get these advantages that no one else has that he facilitated pretty willingly. And mm-hmm. I guarantee you when like a rich person is in his office, he's like, Look, we can put you put your student in tutors and we can we can get them we can definitely get them a little bit more time. And guess what? We do all that, they're gonna get a thirty three on the ACT. Guess what I got? I got a dude who's just gonna get them a thirty three on the ACT. So like your student's gonna be that smart anyway. If you can get us to $75,000, we'll just make it happen. And I bet a rich motherfucker who does not care that much goes, well, yeah, yeah, tests don't really matter anyway. Let's yeah, just get him into school. Give him the easy part. Let's get, let's get him into school. School's really where they're going to do better. Yeah. And I guarantee that's got to be the mental He's not a test taker. He's not a test taker. He's, he's good. Not, he's not, that's the thing. He's not a test taker. So he's I'd good in school. Just, he's good in school. He's not a test taker. My parents worked so hard to do good things for me. I want to do good things for my kid. So here's a $75,000 bribe. And what I want to do is put a real wrench in the system and cheat everybody out of a good education. Yeah, that'd be ideal. 
Let's do that. As long as my baby's successful. Put me in, coach. <laughs> as long as my baby is successful. So that is basically the college admission scandal. Hey, there you go, guys. Operation you Varsity go. Blues. I had some spicy extra content that I don't Operation really, Varsity Blues. I don't really need to get into right now, but that is about what I got. You had some, you're just saying that you had some spicy extra content that Not, you don't need to get into right now? Well, <laughs> I was gonna bring up a couple other college scandals. You were done. You were done like seven minutes in, and you didn't want to bring that up. The spicy stuff. I have spicy stuff. I don't know if I was gonna need to fill more time. I don't think I need. I don't think I do. Okay, mine's gonna be a lot of talking. Oh, better start playing on my phone. So man. I did the Boeing seven thirty seven Max. Oh yeah, grounding. Okay, thing you might have been hearing about this. All of you out there that are up to date with the news these days. <laughs> Ooh, the po- I don't know if we should do couch podcast anymore. The couch podcast is back. This is current. <laughs> you gotta wake up, man. This is the current news hour <laughs> with Dalton and Logan. Okay, you just like learned that. about the college scandal. Now let's let's take it to the air. Let's take it to the sky. Yeah, we were spending too much time in universities. Let's take it to its direct opposite, the sky. You could go to college or you could go to the sky. <laughs> That's what Amelia Earhart said to your mom. <laughs> you go to college, you go to the sky. Ma! Hey, you don't. You met Amelia Earhart. I didn't get to. I know. We should do another one of those episodes. Uh, Take it to the sky. So March 2019, this month, uh, the Boeing... 737 MAX airliner was grounded by airlines and governments. Ha. Sorry, that was... I hate that. Sorry, I turned the light on. I needed I needed something. Okay. <laughs> I need Should I restart? No, I heard what you said. <laughs> I don't think... They, they don't know the light. This was following off. the crash of two Boeing 737 MAX airliners... <laughs> Resulting in the death of 346 people. Yeah, keep fucking chuckling, man. I literally choked on my own wine, aghast that I had chuckled. Yeah. I apologize. You should be disgusted with yourself. Oh, boy. The first crash was Lion Air Flight 610 that crashed into the Java Sea 12 minutes after takeoff with 189 passengers and crew on October 29th, 2018. That's one day after my mom's birthday. Oh. Just so you guys know, if you want to wish Cynthia Schrock a happy birthday next year, <laughs> October 28th. Save the date, babies. Uh, second was Ethiopian Airlines Flight 302 that crashed six minutes after takeoff with 157 passengers and crew on March 10th, 2019. Not too long ago. Didn't hear about that. Just heard about the the grounding part. I didn't see okay. a lot about the crash. I don't know if any you guys did. I didn't really know. You I don't did. know anything about any of this. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I thought it like it popped up throughout a lot of my like news apps and on Twitter and stuff, which were like like follow a bunch of news networks just to get my 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 daily dose in. Yeah, and it wasn't. It was seeming like something more of like a scandal than anything, but it just turned out to be like an actual just bad thing that was going on bad badness yeah so in addition to the crashes crashes in indonesia and ethiopia boeing 737 max pilots in the united states 
registered several complaints about the way the jet performed in flight, including reports that pilots in the United States may have experienced similar issues to what happened in the Lion Air crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, several several reports were filed in the Aviation Safety Reporting System in November 2018, including one where the captain, this is in quotes, expressed concern that some systems, such as the MCAS, are not fully described in the aircraft flight manual. Oh. You get what I'm saying here? So, basically... But I'm if I'm reading you back correct, player. Yeah. This plane was busted from the get go. This plane had always been busted, and the people were kind of ignoring it. What's uh, the? Is, do you think it's because the planes cost so much? The planes cost a lot, and there's a ton of orders out for them, and like this, this can result in like a big hit to to the economy. That's crazy. Um. So the next, the next part, I'm just gonna. <laughs> Sorry, just, I'm laughing at myself. That was a legitimate. That's crazy. I know some people say that's crazy, like when they don't know what else to say. But I was like, you guys are nuts. If you're out there, this is my little PSA to everybody what? out there. So now tell them if you're hurting people, if you're a part of something that's causing other people pain, like this podcast. Oh my god, do we need to quit the podcast? <laughs> if you are willingly engaging in an activity that causes harm to others. Once you are made aware of that harm, moral responsibility to correct it, in my opinion. Yeah. Once made aware. That's a good message, man. Hence, reports on my planes. And look, my planes are great, guys. Your planes are good. I'm saying, buy the Logan 747. (laughs) I'm making planes now. (laughs) Okay, so for the next part of my homework, uh, the... um, the Ethiopian Airlines Flight 302 crash happened on March 10th, and next I will detail the following three days after that and all the events that took place when all the big news headlines came out. And since then, nothing's really changed, so there's not like a lot of like two two day news on it. But um, the, the the three days following that, a lot of stuff happened, and I'll break them down. So March 11th, um, in China, the Civil Aviation Administration of China orders all domestic airlines to suspend operations of all 737 MAX 8 aircraft by 5 p.m. Hell yeah. Pending the result of the investigation, thus grounding all 96 Boeing 737 MAX planes in China. In Indonesia, nine hours after China's grounding, the the Indonesian Ministry of Transportation issued a temporary suspension on the operation of all 11 737 MAX 8 aircraft in Indonesia. A nationwide inspection on the type was inspect- or expected to take place on March 12th to ensure that aircraft operating in Indonesia are in an airworthy condition. Hmm. Mongolia. The Civil Aviation Authority of Mongolia, the MCAA, not to be confused with the NCAA. Or MCA. Or. From the Beastie Boys. MDMA. Which you definitely don't want to get confused with that. Don't man. confuse that play. <laughs> You're going to be feeling the walls. <laughs> so the, <laughs> <laughs> the MCAA <laughs> said in a statement. Um, this is not funny. Statement. We have. Temporarily stopped the 737 MAX flight operated by MAIT, Mongolian Airlines, from March 11, 2019. 
in South Korea, Ministry of Land, Infrastructure, and Transport advised East Easterjet, the only airline of South Korea to possess the Boeing 737 Max aircraft, to ground their model. And the three day and three days later, issued a uh, notice to airmen, message to block all 737 Max models from landing and departing from all domestic airports. That's March 11. Got it. Big stuff happening. Damn. Um, so these people said, guys, we're going to pump the brakes on this. Pump the brakes. Now we go to March 12. I'm not going to read the full things of all of them, but uh, Singapore, India, and Turkey all suspended all, all flights from Boeing 737s and grounded them uh, to do investigations. And then the United States Federal Aviation Administration is issued an affirmation of the continued airworthiness of the 737 MAX. <laughs> Major United States-based 737 MAX operators, Southwest Airlines and American Airlines also expressed confidence. Like, uh, yeah, we're good. Yeah. Uh, in Canada, the Minister of Transport, Mark uh, Garneau, said it was premature to consider grounding and that, quote, if I had to fly somewhere on that type of aircraft today, I would, end quote. So, U.S. and Canada, staying strong. They were confident. Uh, March 13th, once again in Canada, Minister of Transport Mark Garneau, prompted by receipt of new information, said, quote, there can't be any Max 8 or Max 9 flying into, out of, <laughs> or across Canada, end quote, effectively grounding all 737 MAX aircraft in Canada airspace. Give me a break. <laughs> in the United <laughs> States, President Donald Trump announced on March 13th that the United States authorities would ground all 737 MAX 8 and 9 aircraft in the United States. After the president's announcement, the FAA officially ordered the grounding of all 737 MAX 8 and 9 operated by U.S. airlines or in the United States airspace. Uh, Also, Vietnam, Panama, cut them, grounded them. End of story. Also on March 13th, it emerged that pilots on at least two 2018 flights in the U.S. filed safety concerns after the nose of a 737 MAX pitched down suddenly when they engaged the autopilot. In response, the FAA made a statement. Some of the reports reports reference possible issues with the autopilot slash autothrottle, which is a separate system from MCAS, and or acknowledge the problem could have been due to pilot error. Um, so that's all on March 13th. These guys really like this plane. They really love this plane. I think, you know what? I don't think they like this plane. They all probably hate this plane as much as we do, but they probably really don't want to make a new plane. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then like, as this was all happening, some of these planes were in flight when they decided to ground them all. Um, and in the United States, they just let them continue to their destination Mm -hmm. but in some other places like way more over in europe and asia they would just like make them turn around immediately and go back and just like just straight ground the fuck out they were like bring this plane back is done 
What a literal massive problem to have. Just right, like, like all the of these planes, planes, like so many of them were, and I think that they were like still have so many. Like there were so many orders out for these planes. Like they were still building them, just and weren't fixing things. Like with the same problems. Oh my god! And I guess the main problem was with the autopilot system that it would just like kind of like just correct itself for no reason like right when you engaged it and just fucking like like like, just head straight for the ground um but yeah that's that's about it that's the whole story Uh, i thought that there was going to be more of like a scandal with it you know the the way it was presented made it seem like it was like a cover-up for something i don't know if it's a cover-up but then it became just more i think there is a little bit of cover-up on like putting off the issue by people but i thought it was like the way i was seeing it on my feeds was it made it seem like like oh for some reason 737s are grounded today oh yeah now i would say i mean like if you probably looked at like an incident report or like like whoa this is kind of sketchy thing for like a 740 like a, a plane that everybody flies all the time i'm sure there's a shit ton of them and that like if one of those ever went down and they're like yo this these planes are bad then people would go like, well, quack like a duck. Look at all these reports, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. I'm sure that that's, like, the case for a lot of aircrafts. But this one seems to hap- have happened fa- fairly rapidly. Two back-to-back is no good. Two back-to-back is fairly insane to the point where it's like, what are you doing with these recommendations? Like, yeah, what is the case? And for I'm, I'm glad a lot of these countries were just like, you know what? No, we're good. And these planes just kind of started getting put into service. Because they were, it was made like many years ago. Like they were started to get orders for them. The the idea of this seven thirty seven, and then they started pumping them out, and then finally putting them into start like two thousand seventeen ish. That's what it sounds. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. So quick and to have that many happen and like boom go down. Yeah, just pretty miserable. And I think the only the sad thing, but this is what ties it into the college admission scandal. The thing is, just these rich people go. We we're not going to stop these planes. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it is. And it, the, they don't the, care the thing about... is, like, it, it, there's a few reports that were filed and two crashed planes. But even if it was like four reports filed and two crashed planes, that's that's six too many things for for something. It's that, just too fucking much. You yeah, might, yeah, no. And it's I, I think with the amount of a monopoly that air travel has. And the lack of choice that anybody has in this matter, it's like, it, it, it is a utility. It's such an essential thing to yeah. get around. There's no public air travel. It's still all privatized. I mean, I guess the companies are public technically, yeah. but it's not like a CT, it's not like a public transit kind of option. Some people have to go across the country to see their family for mm-hmm. a funeral. Some people have to go yeah. um, out of the country to, to work. And for them to just go like, hey, this device, this tool, it might not work. And we That's, don't yeah. really care. And, yeah, especially with the – it says that, like, the the main user of these in the U.S. is Southwest and American Airlines. That's all I fly, dude. I've probably ridden on one well, of these Well, there are only, like, fucking four airlines in the United States. Yeah, but, but I'm too poor for I the know, other ones. I, yeah, the other ones too. But United yeah. and Delta? Whoa. Think I can afford that shit? Yo, Delta's – out of my prices. Yeah. <laughs> I love your cookies, Delta, but whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance, dude. Those biscottis are dope, but I can't afford it. But maybe it's because I have no money and it's hard to relate. 
and maybe shit will get compromised at some point, but I I don't know. I could never justify I don't know, maybe these companies are like we're going to go bankrupt if we have to lose all these planes. Like I know Boeing's like stock plummeted. They will probably not be doing well. They're not going to be doing well. They're going to be like on resuscitations. But actually probably yeah. like hundreds, probably dozens to one hundreds of people losing their jobs because of this. That's going to be very sad. Even manufacturer working. I mean, there's I get dozens it. of dozens of people losing their jobs is a lot better than 380 people losing their lives. Yeah. And I want to say I, I would hope that's easy for anyone to say. It's definitely easy for us to say on a couch in a basement in Chicago. Drink as I'm wine, baby. The exact address being <laughs> <laughs> three. That's all you get. But you get one three. Figure out what the rest is. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's kind of a bummer. Oh, it's kind of a bummer. Both these stories are bummers. They're both bummers. Yours is a bigger bummer. Yeah, you didn't have fun with it. Yeah, it's a no and fun story. I also as like always, guys. I was like, here's here's here was my hope for it, and I think that th- this will come in time. Uh, this is what I did a lot of research on. I was hoping to find some like real good like YouTube conspiracies of like, oh, this is like a government thing or like this is happening because of this, but there wasn't any yet. I think it needs a little bit more time to breathe. Mm-hmm. People start making that weird shit up. There'll probably be some docs about this. Yeah. Pretty soon. But I want like YouTube like crazy people like flat earth type shit. Like, oh, you want like conspiracy. true conspiracy theories. Yeah, I was hoping to share that because then people at least get a kick out of that. I'll go, I'll, YouTube cracked down on that shit. They cut it down? You can't really post a lot of that stuff anymore. Did you post a lot of that stuff? Well, here's the deal. <laughs> it's just they're not ready for the truth yet. <laughs> no, there's a lot of um, – once those communities start spurring up, uh, they get flagged pretty quick now. It's, I think so they probably get pretty violent in the comments. They're going stuff. back – those those kind of things, those, those thought groups mm-hmm. are going back to like the message boards and stuff, like meeting like different websites. YouTube's kind of like kicking them off. The message boards? The message. Well, you know, like I haven't heard someone. I've never heard somebody in real life say the message boards. Not well, on like, like TV and movies. Take me to the message boards. No, but that's, <laughs> that's really like what the communities used to be. Was like message boards for certain yeah. things, and I think that's kind of where it's going back to. Um, okay. Well, I guess is that your is that your homework? H Dub. That's it. I don't even want to grade this week, dude. We're, cru- we're cruising into next week with the surprise. We don't need a winner. We don't. Tie. We can make it a tie. Let's just say that was your that was your update on what's going on today. That's that's our updates, guys. Yeah. Um. Man, people are weird. It's a rough world, man. I wish we had happier news to share. How come we are the only sane people out there? The two of us who talk to roughly forty five people <laughs> once a week for for an hour. You want to connect with us? <laughs> Woof. Uh, we I had a good time. Hey, you, you guys what? got recommendations for a good therapist in Chicago? Hey, um, I start I get I get I get my insurance, baby. 80 percent <laughs> copay, baby. <laughs> Ain't too bad. But uh I had fun this week. I had learned a lot. I learned a lot too. I didn't know about any of the Boeing stuff, so that was exciting. I didn't know about any college stuff until I looked into it today. Yeah, not to like give myself more credit, but I could have inferred all of the college shit. Yeah, that stuff wasn't great. I didn't know. I couldn't have inferred any of the Boeing stuff. I was not expecting the Boeing stuff to be what it was. Um, so uh, we hope you learned something today, guys. I guess that's the goal of the podcast is you always learn. We always want you to learn something. Uh, next week, I spoiled it. 
apparently. No, not the whole thing, but yeah, I thought you were going to wait for all of it till the end, but that's fine. So, uh, Tyler's going to be on next week. My brother Tyler. Once again for the season finale the third time in a row? Well, he was technically like episode 18 before, oh. and then he was the season finale, but now he's going to be the season finale for real. Okay, it's so be the new second season finale, uh, new tradition. Tyler's on it. Tyler's on it. And we haven't cleared this with him yet, but he doesn't really have a choice if he, he wants to be on this podcast. Tyler's and be doing the homework. Tyler's doing the homework, and we are just kicking back and listening, <laughs> baby. Hanging out. Uh, if you guys have listened to a Tyler episode before, you'll know it'll probably be off the rails immediately. <laughs> if you haven't, I suggest go back to episode 30 and episode 18. You'll get a kick out of it. You'll like them. Very funny episodes. <laughs> Um, other than that, we're taking a little snooze on the H-Dub for next week, probably. Probably taking a little snooze. The show has evolved. Maybe I'll come in with something. I don't know. Who knows? We'll learn some things. Maybe I'll show up with some shit. And then uh, we will be hitting... That'll be episode 40. And mm-hmm. then uh, well, we, we might have some updates next week, too. We'll have some updates next week. That's it. That's all. That's the podcast? That's the podcast? That didn't feel like anything. What... What else could we give them? Okay. Um, Scale 1 to 10, how do you rate this one? Probably like a 5, 6. This is a 6 or 7. 6 or 7 for you? Not seven. We've had some good boys. We've had some really good Oh, good ones are like 10s to me. We've had some good boys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's just, this is not like a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, but we are bad boys. <laughs> but we are bad boys. <laughs> I don't... This is interesting. We're, we're just talking now, guys. Thanks for sticking around this home with friends. <laughs> I don't expect a lot out of my like the podcasts I listen to. I'm into this post episode kind of chat. Have um, you ever done that before? Like, I, well, um, if you want, no, I came with, into this one knowing it was going to be a little. If you want to connect with us, homework with friends at gmail.com, at homework pod Twitter, my personal Twitter. Uh, if you want to stick around, stick around, stick around, stick around. Uh, our individual Instagrams. Uh, who cares? Um, I like I knew going into this one that it wasn't going to be that great because it was bumming me out to even have to research this. The I for some reason the idea when we got the homework last week, I, it seemed it, it was and if and Marie if you're listening it's not a bad idea by any means it's good stuff. Yeah, and maybe if we were thematic and good at producing our own show we would have like looped in some more stuff. But yeah, like you said, I was just getting mad reading the stuff I was reading mm-hmm. and uh, somewhat like. Is this homework? Is this like a weird, this is what I read today kind of thing? Yeah. Um, kind of felt like stuff we could have talked about even at the top of the episode. Could have. Probably um, encompassed all of it at the top of the episode, like 10 minutes of pop. But uh, but speaking of like podcasts, you know, so I, I go on most podcasts. It, it, takes, it takes a lot to lose me. Uh, I'm out pretty quick. Well, but if I if if you're in, you give me ten ten bad minutes, I'm out. But will you go listen to the next episode? Yes. Yeah. So that's what that's yeah. Okay, I get you on that one. I mean, there's episodes, there's episodes of podcasts I really like that I don't finish. Like what? Uh, Comedy Bang Bang's a culprit. Yeah, I never finish it. I'll really like the first. I did it. I listened to Comedy Bang for Bang Bang for about a year and never knew about some of like the bits that they do at the end, like the. The plug bag? The plug bag and like stuff like that. <laughs> and then one time I had just like forcibly listened to it all the way through because I was doing something and couldn't get away from it to change it. Yeah. And I was like, what is it? What are they talking about? They do this every week? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of this fucking shit. Well, that's, that's what I mean. So sometimes like I, I 
I feel like it's a trend in podcasts, especially probably people around our age demographic to kind of like talk shit on their podcast while they're doing it. Yeah. Kind of like the in vogue thing to do. And we mm-hmm. certainly do it. Um, but to another extent, you know, let's give ourselves some breaks. Give us some breaks. It is like, uh, yeah, it's pretty, I think so normal to, to get to like 10 or less minutes in a podcast and have the getting out of your car or like arriving somewhere or something. And like, why would you go back and listen? Like, what are you going to do? Listen to that, that last 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. I don't feel, yeah. Right. And you I, just start a new podcast. I know. And I feel pretty comfortable just talking, like as far as producing the podcast, like I feel pretty comfortable just talking for over an hour. Me too. I could just. We're fight. pretty comfortable. I could ramble. On. We could go for another fifty-seven minutes. Yeah, easily, easily. And we've never dropped a two-hour podcast. That'd be interesting. Maybe that's Tyler's next week. Oh shoot! We, we were, did record. We a kept ton, recording. We, we recorded a ton of extra content from the last time he was on that you guys never got to hear. Yeah, I don't know if you will. It's rough. It's not great. It's probably we were also trashed though. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> That'll probably happen next week. Um, yeah, pods. That's pods, baby. Kind of off the pod train right now. You're off the pod train. Not like our pod. Well, I don't really listen to our pod, but I've never listened to our pod. <laughs> I've listened to most of our podcast. <laughs> I usually do. It's like watching tape. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the yin and yang. Um, no, but like even, yeah, even even podcasts I really like, I'll give them, I'll give them like twenty minutes if I'm walking somewhere. And yeah, and I might fall asleep to him, and then uh, maybe I catch up. You know what is a a big podcast time for me is when I I'm very backed up on podcasts. I need to listen to a lot, um, but I do listen to them when I walk around some uh, like places. But really in Chicago, like as much as we walk, you really only are walking like 20 minutes to your nearest destination, and then like if you're going past that, you're kind of taking the train, which just ends up making it like 25 to 30 minutes. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the mornings, as you guys know, Logan and I work at the coffee shop. Uh, sometimes when we open, we get a full hour to ourselves in the morning to just do all the opening stuff. And that's like a time where I put it in when I'm getting, I put like my headphones in just in our apartment when I'm getting ready in the morning to start playing a podcast. And I can usually get through a full one with that walking to work. And then that full hour of opening is like a, just a normal like hour and 40 to two hour podcast. Oh. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Can't do it. Did that this morning. I can't. We have to count the drawer in the morning. Can't count and listen to words. You can't count and listen to words. No. You could pause it just for that quick little. Yeah, but then I lose track of time. <laughs> I put on, I have ritualistic music. Okay. I put on albums. Like what? Uh, Vampire Weekend, Modern Vampires of the City is a big one right now. Okay. Earl Sweatshirt, some rap songs is a big one. Uh, Earl Sweatshirt's nice because it's only it's 24 minutes as an album so once I know that's about done I kind of know where I'm at in the hour yeah here's the thing I want to tell everybody <laughs> guys this is fucking you are bonused out right now it's, we've only been talking for four more minutes yeah but we're this is okay home, baby. our friends are gonna love this yeah, uh, but here's really. the thing I want to tell everybody we, I told you this today <laughs> I told uh, you this man <laughs> 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 so I think maybe my favorite okay. album of all time, possibly definitely my most my biggest comfort album is Moon Dance by Van Morrison. Oh for yeah, for some reason this is crazy. It just gets me. It's uh, a wonderful night for a moon dance. dance. <laughs> um, 
it just relaxes me. Like I can listen to it any time. I can listen to it in any mood. I could drink to that. I could cry to that. I could. I couldn't like work out to it, but it's good. <laughs> if I can pump an iron to yeah. <laughs> I'm in hell on. <laughs> <laughs> but Van Morrison is playing at the Chicago Theater in April, and I was so I was jazzed up when I saw it. And I was like, oh, like I'll, even if this ticket's under $150, I'll probably buy it and make it my only concert for the year. Yeah. It would have been fine with it. But the cheapest ticket for Van Morrison at the Chicago Theater was $350. Jesus Christ. That is almost one month of our rent. It's <laughs> absurd. That's crazy. Just a season. I'm happy washing windows. <laughs> Take Matt. Time. My brown eyed girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was telling you this. Van Morrison. Yeah. He's not irrelevant, but he's not relevant. One of our. So I was talking about this with somebody else, and she brought up a good point that when it comes to a person like Van Morrison, and she was telling me that she's going to see the Stones this year and like paid a decent chunk of change for him. You never know when it's going to be their last concert. Yeah, so people the, go all out true, for I'm it, you know. The Stones above Van Morrison. For the sure, Stones are above Van Morrison, I get but the logic. just like the the old guy like he could die at any point or just be completely done and then die. Yeah. But gunned my head Van Morrison been living off of royalties for decades. Yeah. Probably doing fine. Probably you know, I think no one's hearing stories about Van Morrison hurting Give us some $60 tickets, baby. That'd be so nice. Like that's, that's Or do two shows, so at least it's a little bit cheaper, you know? Something. Because, I mean, I don't You know. know that his shows cannot be that exhausting for him. Probably not. He's probably just sitting the whole time. Yeah. I don't think I could tell you what Van Morrison looked like if you paid me. Uh, I could tell you what young Van Morrison looked like. <laughs> what he looks like today. Who knows? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Somebody could come out on stage that's not Van Morrison and just be a really good impersonator, and I would like, not know the difference. This is the truth. This is the truth. That's actually, that's a new racket. What, yelling, this is the truth? This is the truth. No. <laughs> that's the new racket. That's how I'm making the money. New, <laughs> I'm making money just going around to concerts yelling, this is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> now to like be a cover band for a band that no one knows what they look like. That'd be good. I'm a fucking... Let's start a Uncle Cracker and Kenny Chesney cover band. Don't know how you, you met me and don't know why you can't turn around and say goodbye. And on that note... <laughs> I think we should end it. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> Do your homework. <laughs>